and pruned and welcome to old and dusty i'm anthony i'm ashley and uh we're here yeah we're here <laughs> i mean it takes it takes a lot but we're here yeah yeah um by this point y'all know what we do watch a show talk about it we're siblings um you know, this week we're back on our regular schedule. Um, and this week we watched Thundercats, which was Ashley's suggestion. And then I chose episode one, or excuse me, season one, episode 12, which was called Doom Gaze. D O O M G A Z E. Doom Gaze. Um, <laughs> and the way, so Ashley, the way I chose this episode was because I, you know, I remember, I remember Thundercats. Uh, from our childhood but obviously reruns because it came out it came out in 1985 um, mm -hmm. and ran until 1989 which is when I was born and two years before Ashley was born 1989 but um, I remember it but I didn't remember any specific episodes uh, and so I was looking at the thumbnails and something about the thumbnail of the woman and who you know we found out is Tashi <laughs> um, something about that thumbnail I was like this is the one um, so I clicked I clicked doom gaze and I, I used your strategy of like so some shows, you know, we know we saw and we have certain episodes where we really like, so we'll pick that episode. But other shows, if you're just flashing through TV, if you just wake up one morning, you would watch whatever's on. So that's what I did. But I, well, I did that in, in general, but then I specifically chose this one because of the thumbnail. Well, so, let's yeah. say what you did is you did pick out an episode as if we did just turn on the TV and that's what was on. But you were okay with that choice because you liked the thumbnail. Correct. There you go. Um, thank you for the reframing. So um, I'm gonna read. Uh, I'm gonna read the description from IMDb, uh, and this is the only real background research I did on it. Uh, this and I, I looked up a few things, but Thundercats follows the adventures of a group of cat-like humanoid aliens, which is a mouthful. Cat-like humanoid, humanoid aliens, aliens. Cat -like uh, from the planet humanoid aliens. Yes. CHAs <laughs> um, from the planet Thundera. When the dying planet meets its end, the group known as the Thundercats is forced to flee its homeland. While leaving in their Thunder fleet, the Thundercats. <laughs> it's so funny to me because the show is so merchandised, you know, like there's so much stuff for it. Like yeah. that's why I think it sticks in a lot of people's memories. So just seeing, you know, their Thunder fleet, the Thundercats uh, are Thunder this. <laughs> are attacked by the mutants of plundar um which i think is a play on plunder like to pillage and plunder uh, but plundar mm -hmm. uh who attack most of their starships the damage means they cannot reach their intended destination so they end up on third earth the thundercats become friendly with the natives of third earth who help the cats when the mutants find out where they are and attack again so that's the show. And uh, I read that description after I watched the episode. But when you watch the episode, it, it's pretty clear. You know, it's like a villain and there's heroes. You know, it's, it's clear what's happening. You just don't have the background. But, ooh, the show. <laughs> I was very entertained. I, I had a fat grin on my face the entire time I was watching it. It was, it was a very pleasurable experience. Yes. Yeah, no, this was nice. This was a really nice pick, you know. And I was thinking, I was like, you know, one of the, the the fun thing about this is it's a roulette 
thing. You know, we pick a show and and some of them we remember really liking or not, but like, you never know what you're going to get. And we got some humorous stuff. Like I got humorous and fun. Like, it's not just funny. It's, it's fun. It's a, it's a fun show. It is. Um, yeah. So let's let's have us start us off, Ashley. Um, you don't you don't have to edit that out. That can stay in. <laughs> it will stay in because that was amazing. Um, start us off. What was the? Can you give us the description of the episode? Um, so basically, what's going on is the main villain, and I believe it's just for the first season, Mumra. Um, as you can guess, he's like a mummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he wants to figure out a way to um, I'm not going to say kill because it's a cartoon show mm-hmm. to fight the Thundercats mm-hmm. so he um, talks to this well thing that tells him this is good what you have to do to stop the Thundercats so they're like you have to sh- uh, save uh, Tashi mm-hmm. from the time warp prison Mm-hmm. And in order to do this, uh, he had to collect like four different items in order <laughs> to um, like it was literally like some, you know, fucking um, RPG style. Go collect this shit and mm-hmm. then come back like freaking World of Warcraft type deal. Anyway. Yep. Um, so because he wants to save her because she has the uh, doom gaze. And um, basically he has his, those mutant guys cause they all uh, work for him essentially uh, go out to collect these things. So one of them was a unicorn shoe. One of them was um, a cat's hair or cheetah's hair. Uh, one of them was the tear of a bear thing. Uh, and there's something else. But anyway, uh, a hero to take her place. The hero to take her place. Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. So they go out in this mushroom tentacle creature, and I believe they called it. One moment, please. One moment, please. <laughs> I wrote it down. Oh, a man of war. Yes. It was a man of war. Yes. Uh, it, it was man, M-A-N, space, O, mm-hmm. is an octopus, space, <laughs> war, W-A-R, man mm-hmm. war. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this man war thing is flying around, and the mutants are going around collecting this shit, and once they collect it, the uh, man war grabs them, and they take them back to Mumra. So uh, Lion-O and, um, I, I mean he's like the main character he's the like i don't remember like his title but he's basically like the prince king leader of the thundercats right yeah they call him the lord the lord mm-hmm. of thundera that's mm-hmm. what it was anyway um so they're like uh trying to figure out what happened because they kidnapped um uh, one of these bears and you guys can't see it but I am using air quotes, these <laughs> bears. So they kidnapped that bear. So they're trying to save them. So uh, Chitara, because she can run hella fast, tries to catch up with them. That's when she gets caught, her hair gets cut. And then um, eventually they figure out where they go. I don't remember. The locations in this show are amazing. The names of them were just the greatest things I've ever heard. But I didn't write it down. 
I'm sure Anthony probably did. I wrote some of them. Oh, uh, they're in my notes, but I so didn't write go, all of them. They go to this place that basically looks like Stonehenge, and Mumra is there with the giant well thing, and they're trying to save Tashi from her time warp, warp prison. Mm-hmm. Her time warp prison. Mm-hmm. So they have all the things. They start summoning her. Lionel shows up with Snorf. Snarf, Snarf. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you watched anything about Thundercats, you, you've heard him. Mm-hmm. You've heard his voice. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he shows up. Uh, She-Ra comes down from her prison, apparently, and uh, uses the doom gaze on him. And it's basically kind of like Sirens type deal. Mm-hmm. Like she stares at him and he's petrified with love affirmation, you know, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't do shit, but Chitara shows up. She's like, all right, well, he ain't going to do nothing. I'm going to do something. Mm-hmm. So she comes in. She ends up being immune to it. <laughs> we'll get into <laughs> why, because it's amazing, but she's immune to it. So, and then the rest of the Thundercats show up because um, Lionel eventually recomposes himself. It summons the Thundercats. Which, if you watch the intro, he just says thunder, thunder, thundercats. Oh! <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, of course, what he does is his sword. For some reason, his sword just looks like a dagger. And then as the more he says thunder, <laughs> it, <laughs> it gets bigger. Um, yes. So anyways, other thundercats show up. They ended up beating the shit out of Mumra. Uh, she, uh, uh, Tashi is all like, I just wanted to be free. I just wanted to be free. And she goes back to her prison. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mamra is like, ah, I'll stop you next time. And then there's a joke at the end where uh, Snarf was also uh, caught by the doom gaze. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they have to heal him. And he's like, oh, Lionel, I can't believe you fell for that. I'm too good for that because i'm smart okay mm-hmm. can say that but uh so that's basically the episode um obviously in this particular case with thundercats it doesn't have different shorts or segments or stories yeah so anthony just made me recap the entire 20 minute episode on my own because that's what they do <laughs> <laughs> well and the interesting thing about that so the show had 130 episodes and ran for four seasons um but the interesting thing while you're talking i was thinking about it because you know you've talked about how your summaries my summaries are shorter and yours are longer uh but your like super strength is is that you get all the details like i just watched the episode like right right before this usually ashley and i have watched it you know a few days before or you know sometimes a few hours but literally i just finished watching it at 7 7 p.m or 7 10 p.m and it's now 7 45 p.m so <laughs> i just watched it and i don't know that i would be able to give as descriptive a uh uh summary so your your superpower is is your uh and and you've always been like this your recollection for for the details you know um and even when you paraphrase it's usually pretty close if not the same uh, well i guess if you're paraphrasing it can't by nature be the same but you even when you paraphrase it's very close and then often you're able to directly quote so your memory is very cool it's very cool to like watch um watching here you you do it because i'm like oh yeah that did happen <laughs> like i didn't just watch the episode <laughs> well i i just i laugh because um i'm always thinking in the back of my head i'm like all right 
give a summary of the episode but it's like i could give a summary of the episode like what they do with you know paramount plus timmy turner does this that and the other yeah that's it yeah (laughs) or i could try to you know try and just kind of summarize like touch on all the things that happened in the episode yeah but not like really go into it because i mean we're gonna go into it and i'm so excited i'm so excited i loved this show as a kid and obviously we watched reruns Mm -hmm. Uh, but in my case uh you know born 91 uh and i remember the way i would watch the show is either i wake up early during the week Mm -hmm. and cartoon network always used to show old old cartoons Mm -hmm. like that was its deal before it would switch to the like little kid baby stuff right yeah um which cartoon network didn't have a lot of anyway no uh, or Saturday mornings, not early mornings, but Saturday mornings, they would play a lot of old ass cartoons. Yeah. Um, and I always loved watching um, Thundercats because it's so fun. Mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. fun. It's so it's not trying to be anything. It just is. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have any problem at all with their really dumb puns for names they lean into it and i love it i'm about it yeah it's very it it's very camp but like camp in the best way like it's not trying to be camp right like camp is just whatever it is and and that's what this is um so the opening gives you the opening sets the tone for the show um which that's what opening is supposed to do, set the tone, introduce the characters, give you a catchy theme song that that gets the associations and and all of that in your head. Um, But the opening for me, (laughs) not only was it like, you know, it's like very like action, like it's very much a product of the late 80s. Um, It's very action. It's very, uh, I I did one of the things I learned is that they outsourced the animation to a a Japanese studio. Um, So it does have the, it's like, it's a uh, it, it's that American because American cartoons are very different from anime, right? And um, although many American cartoons have tried to like grab from the anime style or have been inspired by, and this one is is that uh, it has the Japanese animation, so it's nice, right? Like it's good animation for the nineteen eighties, uh, but it also is very American uh, or USCN ra- rather, um, in that it's very. Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? It's very like manly, manly comic book style, GI yeah. Joe kind of like, yep. it's like, it's like Power Rangers, but animated, you know, it's like, just like, there's all this action and it's all big. There was recently a, a thread on Twitter of there's some man international conference Uh, not conference like beauty pageant basically and it was all these different men and so you know the dude from the philippines is is in a a a dope costume right the person from bolivia is in a cool costume and then you have this person from the united states and it was this white guy who was like big you know and and like big like uh if i recall he was like Arnold Schwarzenegger 
not that big, but like he did, he was, he was buff, you know, like yeah. he was buff and tall, you know, um, and he had like, Ashley was disgusting. He had like these like American flag, like wings and it just was gaudy. It was very <laughs> gaudy. Um, and that's what Thundercats in the beginning, it's not gaudy. I don't think of Thundercats as gaudy, but it is very loud. You know, it's very American. It's all of this like boom, 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 but in a way that's not, it doesn't feel patriotic, you know, like I otherwise Ashley and I would not have enjoyed it as much. Um, oh god no. no it's it's fun and so the opening I, I won't describe you know it well I will briefly describe it shows all the different characters it gives you an idea it, it's basically a an episode but shortened right like you see the Thundercats come together you see them fight Mumra Mumra gets banished or whatever like it's it's that it gives you an idea but the one thing I wrote down for the opening the one and the only thing I wrote is that in a world where you can be human and cat you can still get tan lines because Lionel has these tan lines on his arm. He's this buff ripped dude, you know what I mean? Which like, I have a comment about later, but he's this buff buff dude, humanoid, CHA, cat-like humanoid alien. Um, he's, he's, a, he's a CHA, uh, but, but still has these tan lines, you know? And like, it's not that we as black people don't get tan lines, but I just, when I see tan lines, it's it's most uh, visible and apparent on white folks because the the especially growing up, right? They can be they're not all, but they can be so pale, and then they can also get fairly fairly uh, uh, orange, peach, tan, you know, whatever whatever skin tone they are. But so when you see the difference, it's 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 big, right? Like we can we also get tan lines, but oh, yeah, we're definitely. going from brown we're going from brown to dark brown, right? Or light brown to brown. So it's like it's less uh, jarring. The, the sun doesn't pop off of us in the same way. You know what I mean? Um, pops off of us in really beautiful ways. It, it's not like you know, like you're getting really really red ways. Um, although you know, not exclusively. So it just <laughs> watching it. That was the one thing I wrote. <laughs> fucking tan lines like you know and and it's just it's it's funny when you make a world it's like and you and I've talked about this off the podcast when you make a world and it's a sci-fi world and you have all these alien races and all this but then and it includes humans right like white humans Asian humans but there's no black people it's like you live in a world with everything all these different things you created an alien race but there's no niggas like it's just very funny to me. And that, well, that wasn't that wasn't this, but that was what I thought with the tan lines. Like yeah. you decided to keep that. Yeah, but I mean, let's let's address this right now. Panthro. Yes. Black. That's correct. Panthro. I'm glad you knew his name because I didn't. I wrote the blue one who's good at technology, yep, which also guy. a theme, actually. You know, we on I think the first or second episode, I I brought up that. Doug had Skeeter had the lightning bolt and that a lot of black characters, their, their, their superpower is electricity centric. Um, they're also, what's the dude from teen Titans used to watch? Um, wait, teen Titans, wait, uh, cyborg uh, or he's cyborg, cyborg. Okay. Uh, no, no cyborg. So I was thinking cyborg cause he was a techie dude. There's also some, uh, there's a many black characters who are either part, you know, part human and part android and super technologically savvy you know um and was it was it the dude on um cowboy bebop was it spike spike is the main guy i do not remember not spike. Fuck. Uh, the other guy's name yeah i don't, I don't know why because i remember all the other names i remember Faye and spike yeah and what was the kid's name ed edward ed yeah they called Damn. him 
um i do not remember yeah but he he if i recall was also good with like weapons you know like so it's well, he interesting was a, he was also like uh he's pretty brawny pilot too yeah. i mean that was like what he because because spike wasn't always flying the ship yeah yeah so it's been so I, long though so seeing panthro i i and you mentioning him i'm like it's so funny that all you know i i'm curious at some point maybe i'll do a, a google search and see if there have been any uh think pieces essays academic articles on like black people and technology and not in terms of the afrofuturism sense but in terms of like in shows that only have like one black character jet. one jet what a good name that is a good um name. But in shows that have, you know, only like one black character and then that black character is the lightning character or is the tech person, you know, um, it's just interesting. And that's not, I, I, I'm i not like, oh, that's a bad thing. It's just, a, I'm like, it's, hmm. It is fascinating because I did notice that too, because when we were talking about Fairly Odd Parents and I mentioned that um, his other best friend who's black and I forgot his name and I was very upset that I couldn't remember his name. Chester? Chester is the white kid. Damn, I did that I'm last pretty, time too. I'm pretty sure Chester is a white kid. Uh, but he is like super fucking smart. He's like the smartest person in the class. So that seems like a common thing of when there are black people in media, they're always just super fucking smart. AJ. There it was. AJ. Yeah. And part of it might be, right, we <laughs> un unconsciously, we always have to be the fucking best, right? Like we always have to, you can't be black and mediocre. Like that's just not an option. So if you are on the, and even though we, there are black mediocre people, right? But to, to make it, to be important, to contribute, you gotta be, you gotta excel. And to be fair, right, all of the characters, except for fucking, what's his name? The cat, the Snarf. Snarf. Um, except for Snarf, they all have some contribution, right? And, and in friend groups, they all bring something. So it's not like uh, the black person has to be superhuman. But when you think about the super magical Negro, right? Um, and those tropes in TV, it does play into that. So yeah, yeah, that was my, that, those are my thoughts on the opening. It was really just tan lines, um, but I loved it. It was a, it was a great opening. Um, when the opening came up, I immediately just got hype. Like I was just <laughs> like immediately just saying the lyrics like just all about it like i remember okay this is the part when this happens and that happens like i was just like yes the whole time like i was so excited uh before the episode even began because it just hyped me up it's just like i'm ready i'm so ready for this and it didn't disappoint and it doesn't yeah it really it didn't disappoint and it doesn't disappoint right um so yeah i mean for me that was because you know if for some reason you're listening to the show and you haven't heard the intro to that song or to uh that show mm -hmm. you should because it, it's just amazing because it's it's like it's like it reminds me of um uh x-men oh yeah x-men the animated <laughs> series dude yeah, and <laughs> yeah. It's, it's got the lasers and then the perspective changes and then it, it carries you from one character to the next it's very it's great it's, it's, it's just it's well done because it just establishes yeah. the show because that's what you want in a good i mean nowadays obviously an intro is two seconds and it shows the title yeah. right but before uh especially with a cartoon when again like we were saying if you just hop onto the you know turn the tv on and you see something yeah. and 
you have no idea what you're watching. Well, if you watch the intro, you know exactly what you're watching. You know exactly what it's giving you. Yep. Because it shows you. And um, I just love uh, how it's just like, because the thing that Lionel does is he summons the Thundercats. Mm-hmm. And the way he does that is, like I said before, he just literally calls thunder, grabs his little dagger that turns into a fucking sword. Mm-hmm. And then it turns like like the, uh, uh, what do you call it? The handle like turns up like a claw, the hilt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just so, I love it. It's just, the design is just great. For yes. me, it gets, it makes me very happy. It makes me very excited. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, any other thoughts on the opening? Uh, I believe that is it. So then we're going to get into scene one and Ashley referenced the, the, like, you know, the pool he talks to. And I, my first note was like, it's like a talking primordial ooze. Cause when you see it, it's just, if I recall, it was maybe kind of purplish and you see these bubbles popping up, you know, and there's the idea of the primordial ooze. And then from that all life sprung and it's like that. And he's talking to it. And then there's a spirit that comes. And I was like, all villains have some, you know, not all, not all villains. Um, but <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. okay, you started a new Twitter <laughs> hashtag. Not all villains. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> um, but they have they have some reflective surface, right? And this is like this goes back to, uh, and I also Sleeping saw this beauty, as, right. Sleeping Beauty, but even before that, like Greek mythology, like they have, there's things like this, but there's Sleeping Beauty, right? In in uh, in Power Rangers, they had uh, it wasn't a pool, but there was some. It was like that. Who who do they talk to? There's like a big old head in the sky, kind of. Yeah, I think it was like literally like a um, hologram of a giant. Yeah. It was a hologram. So like, it, but, and then there's been other ones. They're not always reflective, but often it's a pool. It's a, it's a portal, right? It's a pool of water or some liquid or something. They have some spiritual advisor. They have some supervisor, <laughs> um, <laughs> cult leader in some cases, you know what I mean? Um, and, and I don't say that to make light of cults because cults are very serious, but it literally a lot of these villains are part of, you know, cults and, it, 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 um, it's such a strange thing because it made me think of, uh, oh gosh, what, oh, Sailor Moon too, Sailor Moon. I can't, Queen Barrel, I think, had it like was a Queen mirror. Barrel. Yeah. yeah, she had like a mirror, like there's a, I mean, it was a I, crystal ball, wasn't it? it your uh, crystal ball was what allowed her to see what was like, oh, what, yeah, you're right, Sailor Moon and stuff, but I think yeah. there was a mirror that she had. Um, but either way, that was when I looked at it, I was like, they all got some reflective something um and i thought that was really interesting and i'm sure there's a there's a website where you can look up like tropes in tv and i'm i'm sure that one has a a much more uh comprehensive list of these tropes but i i i just watching these shows and watching so many of them with you you know it's like cool to see the different things that pop up um so like that was that was my first note and then the second note was that the music is fantastic of course it's just it's it it, it i love it I love the music all Oh yeah, the soundtrack that plays is just, cause sometimes it's like, there's this one track, it's just, it's just like trumpets, it's the horns. It's like, and that's that's it. It keeps doing that over and over again. It is so dramatic and I love it because 
you know, it's like what Anthony was saying, it, it's very reminiscent of the style of those cartoons where everything is just so over the top, but not in a way that's like, um, like for instance, like the voice acting. Oh my God. Um, it, it's a time where for some reason they put emphasis on certain words that don't make any sense. But Lionel, <laughs> we gotta save the bear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What on third earth is going on? <laughs> like yeah. that's how they talk, and I love it so much. Yeah, yeah. It's a very, I think this is before it was more standardized that you can actually put in different inflections and be a bit more human. And like it's very stilted, and especially Chitara at one point you know I, I wrote down a line and so I'll give you a line reading later because she's just like I don't like this at all <laughs> and I'm like girl you know I know I talk fast so I could be impatient when people talk slow but that girl talks slow slow yeah no she she which is hilarious because her whole power is she's like the flash she's like um Oh, I was trying to think of <laughs> these, uh, not DC, Marvel's version. I can't remember his name. But anyway, you know, those people that go really fast. Yeah, yeah. The Quickster. Quicksilver? Quicksilver? I think it's Quicksilver. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like her deal. And then they, like she just talks really, really slow. Uh, but yeah, so Mumra's doing the typical mirror mirror on the wall bullshit mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and this disembodied voice tells him about this chick who's amazing mm -hmm. tashi mm -hmm. t-a-s-h-e tashi she's like he's like you gotta you gotta hit that girl up because <laughs> she's got it yeah she's got what she need like just just you know tell her tell her you know my name Mm -hmm, okay mm -hmm. she'll hook you up yeah tell her i sent you tell her i sent you and i will note that the disembodied voice doesn't ever get a body but you do see like a smoke kind of emerge oh like yeah, a yeah cloud kind yeah. of emerge. but it's not a it's it's not it's different from like uh power rangers where there was a face right um and also actually so what did you think mumra was so besides being a mummy oh okay all of I'm these glad things we're getting into it okay. right because all of these all of them were some type of animal although they didn't always resemble that animal to me so what was mumra supposed to be okay so actually i wasn't thinking about what animal he is okay well what i was thinking is like um because this whole deal is he's a mummy yes he's a frail form right but then he calls upon the powers of evil yes because that's the thing the powers of evil well because he's evil like everlasting he i is forget everlasting. the phrasing hold on hold on holding he is mumra everlasting source of evil okay i was right everlasting yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly he's the, he's the source and yet he calls on the powers of evil to give him his like bulk right yeah he's um he, that's how he transforms. But what I was gonna say is, when he transforms, yeah, he reminds me. Maybe he's a frog, because he has those oh. really big eyes, like yeah. like a tree frog. Like he has really, really, really big 
uh red eyes bright red eyes that. it's kind of creepy actually that. he's a it's a good uh he has a good character design i would say but anyway he kind of reminds me of like a aztec like a priest or something like that when he mm. transforms when mm-hmm. he transforms because he kind of has that he has like this uh the whole kind of I'm trying to think of the word like the, the like the kind of like tribal necklaces type deal and then like the headdress he has when he he changes I don't know yeah, I'm not sure yeah. that's what they're going for but frog maybe that's the only thing I can think of or toad or snake or snake snake with arms <laughs> snake with arms did you see what was that that bad movie uh dune did you see dune no, I never saw. Wait, did they remake Dune? Or... They remade Dune. I saw um, the original Dune. So I didn't see the original. I saw the remake. It was not good. The fear the, is the mind flare, right? Yeah, people who I've I've heard some people who like watched the original Dune. It's very you know some people hate it, some people love it. But as someone who didn't know Dune, it was just long. Hans Zimmer did what he needs to do, of course, because he always does. So this, the music was fantastic, but the film itself wasn't great. But in Dune. Um, at one point there's this like fat like snake man with arms who like rises from like you know the this like pit of whatever he was in and and it's like a whole scene like they make it like a big moment you know um and so when you said snake with you said snake with arms (laughs) that's that's what what I I thought of um (laughs) maybe he's a gecko (laughs) I mean they have geckos in the uh the mutant guys that are yeah. fighting the Thundercats. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of like Frog. I mean, I'm down with Frog. I just wasn't, I truly, I don't know He doesn't know have teeth. He oh yeah, he doesn't. I don't think he has teeth. I don't think, I think, uh, or maybe he has a few. I don't remember actually. I don't remember. Um, but he, so he, he's, one my my third note right was that I love how simple it, it was to summon Tashi and then I then we learn it's not that simple because he was like Tashi I summon you Tashi I summon you Tashi I summon you and I was like oh, okay she gonna just pop up but well it's like candy man there you go yes but instead it, it flashes us to a scene uh up in this like you know her eternal what was the uh, a time warp prison time warp prison um so she's in this time warp prison which looks like it's in the sky and it's like dark and there's these clouds and she's on this like ship her prison is this like floating ship right that's Um, shaped like a crocodile yes and then she has alligator or crocodile men i'm not sure which yeah one or the other yeah um and they're super buff and they all are standing next to her and they have their arms crossed yes like bodyguards like yes and so they have their conversation, you know, that he's summoning her and she's like, what do you want? You know, and they're having this conversation between the two of them. And what I wrote down is that she was like an Egyptian, right? Because that like her character design gave Egyptian. Okay. Wait, you want to hear what I said? Oh, wait, but you want to hear the, the, the whole phrase? Or you <laughs> okay, want- okay, 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 okay. All right. So ahead. I wrote she was an Egyptian Eartha Kit, but German. <laughs> And I will get more into that, but I want to hear what you, how you described her. You put more thought into it because I just said, not white Cleopatra. 
there we go there we go <laughs> yeah which is funny in itself because cleopatra's not supposed to be white but all the representations of her are right but right but uh because she's she's north african like she could have been a full negro she could have been arab it depends on how you depict her uh but yeah she because she she was very she's i'm tashi like so she it was all it was all very uh uh, Eartha Kitt as Catwoman, right? Um, but then the reason I said German is because she'd be like, veil. Like, so instead of a W, it would be like a V sound. So I was yeah. like, this is very strange. Um, and one of my notes later, I wrote that like her face was beat. It was beat for the gods because she had on this like purple eyeshadow. She had on these like glossy red lips. Her cheekbones were churn, 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 you know? Um, and then she had these big eyes. So like Mel, Mel- uh, what was her name? Maleficent. Maleficent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, those kind of cheekbones. Yeah. Just yeah. Very, very, very sharp, like cut diamonds with that shit. Yes. And so they have their whole conversation about like what they need and it keeps going. He's like, okay, well, I need this. And she's like, that's not it. And he's like, okay, this and this. And she's like, that's not it. And then this, this, and this. And then you find out the four things. But girl, before we got introduced to them, I was like, what? Because they say a tuft of hair, right? Mm-hmm. A tuft of cheetah hair. A burbles tear, B E R B I L, like Gerber baby, but burble. But then you find out that these little bears, uh, a burbles tear, a shoe from an enchanted unicorn, which in my mind, unicorns are already enchanted. That's what I thought. But in this but, world, okay. yeah. you know, third earth, you know, I guess unicorns are just a norm. Maybe unicorns are their horses, right? And so like, if a unicorn is your horse, you need a particular unicorn, an enchanted unicorn. And then a hero uh, to take her place in the time warp prison. That was like the last thing, you know? And what I wrote is that these motherfuckers were high. It was Greek <laughs> mythology on acid because what? <laughs> like this is before we get introduced. And as you get introduced, you're like, okay, well, I guess I get it. But when they say, a tuft of hair a burble's tear a shoe from an kid and you know i forgot a sh- when they said shoe i forgot about horseshoes so i was like what fucking shoe are you talking about a nike like <laughs> yeah, a fucking unicorn walking around with some fucking jordans because <laughs> i was like a horse like because they said a-, a shoe from an enchanted unicorn they didn't say a horseshoe and so my brain just didn't make the connection um and then a hero I, I had the place. same problem too so that wasn't just you yeah so that that scene that scene i really was like these motherfuckers were high when they wrote this um and and i love it i love it it was really it was really fun like it was you know, because Greek and Roman mythology was wild. It was some wild ass shit. And they brought it back. They brought it back. You know, they were giving you Dungeons and Dragons, but animated, you know, like it was like, you got it. And like you said, it was a, it was a video game quest. You have to go on this quest. You have to go pick up these things with each thing. You're going to fight a mini boss or a boss. Right. Mm-hmm. And you have to do that to, to get this girl. And then you're going to find out that's not even going to be enough. That's not even Tashi, as badass as she was, which also this was in the era of He-Man, right? So <laughs> the fact that they called her Tashi. <laughs> I love it um, so much. Yes, with her like pink and purpley robes, you know, and she was just lounging. It really was like Cleopatra. She yeah, I mean, lounging. she even had uh, like the the right access- accessories for it. Yes, yes. Like, I, I mean, that was the first thing I thought was Cleopatra. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, so this boat, Anthony called it a ship, but I mean, it, it's, 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 it a is boat. a boat. It's a boat. It's, it's pretty it's small. It's supposed to be on the sea, but it's just floating in space. But the thing is, is what got me is 
had oars. Yeah. Like for, you know, actually, you know, rowing yeah. through, I assume, water. Yeah. No one can see me right now, but I am pretending to row mm-hmm. air mm-hmm. because that's what they were doing. Did you, so did you see the, I don't know if I ever sent it to you, the clip of that girl, Julia Fox, and she says, yeah, I was Josh Safdie's muse on Uncut Jams. Did you see that? <laughs> no. I'll have to send it to you, but this girl, she was like, I guess she was Kanye's muse or something. She was, the person, the podcast interviewer was asking her, do you think you're Kanye's muse? She's some white girl that Kanye was dating, I guess. Oh. And um, she's doing an interview and she says, she's, what she says is, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I was Josh Shafty's muse when he wrote Uncut Jams, and that, like, became a meme, and then recently <laughs> she was at some awards, and she had some really, really thick and bad-looking, like, eyeshadow, or eyeliner, excuse me, and they asked her, um, like, who did your makeup, and she said, <laughs> she says, I did it myself, and then the person's like, oh my god, or something, and she says, yeah, yeah, and as you were just talking about the oars, I heard myself going, yeah, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uncut jumps. Oh, uncut jumps. So, why does so it yeah. Sound like LSB. <laughs> yes, it does indeed sound like a movie space princess. <laughs> I want fresh to death. <laughs> I'm gonna go get me broad. He can't stop himself. <laughs> yeah, no, the oars. The oars were the oars were ornamental. They were honestly, they were just, they were, wow. they were not functional. They were wow. not functional. Wow. Wow. Anthony, you just, I love it. You said the oars were oars. Me, Ashley, and Tommy used to rap, and uh, I could not rap. I don't think Ashley could rap. I think Tom was okay at it. Uh, we would like freestyle, and I could never rap. But I do have good wordplay. I do. I do. Rapping, you know. Poet. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Actually, she. I wish I could get the... She's, I'm going to send it to you, because she... It's, uh, it's like, did you do it? Who did it? I actually did it myself. Wow. Yeah. No, I can't. People know what I'm talking about, though. If you and if you haven't heard it, it'll be in the description afterward, like the footnotes. Because um, okay. I want to, I want to redo it. I want to, like, I want to, I want to get it. But it's not, it's not quite there. It's not quite where she. Like, I have uncut gems, um, <laughs> but I do not yet have. Yeah. Like, it's a different. It's a different. Yeah. Um, okay. But so yeah, that was that was scene that was scene one. That was um, the opening scene. Uh, so then what ends up happening is we cut to a scene where Lionel is, I guess, training with uh, Panthro. Yep. And uh, they're uh, they're cats, so you know they're doing flips and shit. Mm-hmm. And um, Panthro's like, "Hey, I caught up to you. You're messing up." Mm-hmm. And Lionel's like, oh, but I see a giant cloud over there. Mm-hmm. And the giant cloud was the Mana War. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah, well, so <laughs> before you continue on, okay. the music changes, right? So the music is great. All of a sudden we have these like silly sounds for Snarf, you know, like Snarf is talking and he's like, Lionel, and the music changes. The music's lighter and sillier. And then Lionel is doing all these jumps. And I, when I was like skimming, apparently Lionel was in like, they were all in some, you know, crypto time chamber thing when they're traveling. And so Lionel 
didn't age he aged but not as quickly and so he's like basically a child in an adult's body so it also made say it's like avatar right where he's 12 but he's like 112 uh although opposite right so ang ang was like a kid but was an older soul in theory because he was 112 but then uh Lionel was a kid in an adult's body and so when he was like doing these flips i was like how I can he be about that I didn't, I don't remember ever knowing that, that, honestly. I just saw it when I was skimming. Um, But he's really built and also really gymnastic. And you never see bros in the gym who are that built. They don't be stretching. So to see him doing, he was doing like front flips and a cart. No, he didn't do a cartwheel, but he was doing a bunch of stuff. And then to to Ashley's point, I just want to note the the line and I paraphrase, but they were also, it was also like, straight to the point lots of exposition it was a cloud headed in the opposite direction of all the other clouds and then he uses the sword right and then it shows him that it's on the way to the burble village um so now i will let you continue on to the burbles or or Um, wherever wherever you wanted to with the cloud yeah when and so when he uh uses the sword it's like when he summoned the thundercats but he's like uh, give me sight unseen and then mm-hmm. he puts the sword up to his face and he looks through it like a fucking pair of binoculars yes yes um so yeah he looks through and he sees that this uh cloud which he doesn't know yet is the man war and it's a dark cloud by the way all the other clouds out are not like rain clouds and it's right. literally <laughs> if all the clouds are moving to the left this one's moving quickly to the right <laughs> it is very very obvious it is a unidentified flying object in the sky yes um and uh right so he looks and he's like oh my god it's heading towards i forgot i didn't write it down um this settlement it was the burble village the burble village Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so they're like okay we got to go warn them that this thing is coming because they don't Mm -hmm. know what it is yeah so they all decide to go head over there and then we move to the next scene i believe which is where um, the Mano Ray and some mutants are trying to uh, kidnap or adopt, adopt, abduct, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I always say kidnap, even though technically that's only for children, right? But I just... You know, I don't know if it is. I, I, I think it just is called kidnap. I mean, maybe originally it was that, but as far as I know, kidnapped and abduct are both... synonyms yeah okay as far as i know um so the thing is though is these uh these burbles are yeah hold on let me see what i actually wrote so okay at first you know this manta ray thing it's got tentacles it's all menacing and it's attacking these these bears these cute teddy bears Mm -hmm. and then they start talking yeah and they're robots it kind of reminds me of a furby yeah don't let them take me i'm scared i wrote that the (laughs) burbles are robotic care bears because they were super they're super cute they were cute but they were robots and it was very strange because at one point one goes the, the one who's getting kidnapped, I forgot their name. They go, save me, Chitara. Please save me. <laughs> and they're just like little bears. 
and it just was so strange. They're very, very strange. It re- reminded me of like a like C3PO and R2D2 made sense to me, you know, but it made me it reminded me of that. And then you combine it with a bear and it doesn't make sense. It was just strange. Well, it was um, like the um the bears um why can't I remember what they're called? Uh the ones in Star Wars, uh in Return of the Jedi. Oh, that, you know, uh, I I know them, but I do not know it's what like they, they were took called. them, but then some evil scientists grab them all and transport them into robots and then just threw them back into their village and said, live your lives. Yeah, yeah. It's very off-putting. Um, yeah. The so, Ewoks? Is that what you're thinking? Ewoks. Of? That's the one. Yeah. Ewoks. Yeah. Yeah. It was they're like, like that. they're cute. They're like they're cute. Yeah. Um, and that's why obviously George Lucas did that because they're cute. Yes. But um, it was just really off-putting. But yeah, so this one uh, flurable. Uh, I'm gonna call them <laughs> Robo Bears. Yes. One Robo Bear uh, gets kidnapped. And yes. uh, Lionel and um, Chitara and uh, Snarf show up and they're like, we got to stop them. Yes. So Chitara, she can run super fucking fast. So mm-hmm. she chases after him. And she's like, I'm going to leave a trail so you guys can follow me. Mm-hmm. She says, I'm going to follow them and I'll leave a trail so you can follow me. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, Something to that effect. Exactly. That's what I meant to say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> i just wanted to add it because i thought it was so funny she's like i'm gonna follow them and then you can follow me because <laughs> like, it was a really well that's the way anthony just said it just now that's how she said it <laughs> like it because because there's a lot of in these kind of shows there's a lot of a uh, a lot of uh tell don't show yes yes <laughs> well or you know that's not it's the both word. it's, it's, it's the wrong tell word. and show at the same time yeah they just they they over exaggerate things it's like it's like they think the show is for toddlers mm-hmm. so they want to make sure that you understand that i am chasing them <laughs> yes and i am going to leave a path so you can chase after me to chase them yes all right lionel (laughs) (laughs) yes it's very it's very that and so she like she uses her nails and like claws a little mark in the tree and there's like this triumphant music that when she's on her way that reminded me that it's like it was like wonder woman kind of you know like it was and 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 she's on her way into a motherfucking (laughs) trap like she's just going 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 and then she gets caught in this like dental wire you know what I mean like it was like dental floss you know because it wasn't like piano wire it was clear she wasn't gonna like you know lose all her limbs because at one point she just like flexes and gets out of it but before she does they grab a they said a lock that they they grabbed some inches from her hair they were he like and cut off a lot she was gonna have to go to the tuft excuse me they said a tuft but yeah, I she was going to have to go to the salon to get a like, touch-up. Yeah, it was bad. It was real bad. Uh, and he did it with an axe, by the way. I doubt it was that sharp. 
Yeah. Well, and then he said to, to Ashley's point about the silly like puns and stuff, they really lean all the way in because then uh, he's a reptile and she like noticed, she says that he's a reptile. Or she's like, you slimy reptile. And he says, silence, cat woman. <laughs> With like 18 S's. <laughs> I just really want to go back <laughs> and emphasize that she, this trap that she got into. Oh my God. <laughs> like she's, <laughs> she's a fucking super speedster woman. Yes. She's going. She's a cheetah. Yes. She's fucking going. Yep. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you could tell like the animation for her run like slows down. Like it was mm-hmm. like it was like um uh in a game when they use like snare, the snare ability mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. you know it, it, this this uh snare like net thing appears on the you know the uh the unit that you used it on mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden its movement speed just immediately stops by 50%. Yes. Yeah. That's what happened. To her. It, it was, was like just... Bayonetta's demon time or whatever she calls it. <laughs> like, you know that character Bayonetta with the oh, long legs. Oh, I love legs? Bayonetta. I yeah, love her. it's like she you know, fucking, her hair is her uh, clothing. Yeah. So when yeah. she attacks people with her hair, she's naked. <laughs> <laughs> Only a fucking man could come up with that character design. She has, but she has guns on her fucking feet. I love Bayonetta. Yeah, no, she's a badass. She's yeah. a badass. So yeah, that trap was that trap was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what ends up happening is you're right. Uh, she flexes and gets out of this magic trap. Yep. Uh, and she's pissed because you know they took her hair, and they're trying to. Uh, Lionel catches up with them, and they're like trying to figure out what happened. Um, and the next scene, I believe, is when we find the unicorn yep and this is when we finally get um because me and anthony were both confused like what fucking shoe was a unicorn (laughs) but they roll up onto this unicorn and fucking uh, slow asses we're like unicorn shoe (laughs) we're unicorn fucking ranch (laughs) we never got horse riding before i don't know shit about that (laughs) Yes. putting that out there i don't know i am ignorant of all those things yes so you <laughs> i'm see this not gonna pretend beautiful white unicorn in a forest in this like green pasture and then yeah it was all sparkly and shit and yeah. um yeah they shoot um uh, what do you call it like a little net like a trap thing that mm-hmm. wraps around its feet mm-hmm. and it just falls down and then the um the uh mutant reptile thing goes over and then literally peels off the horseshoe yeah and the whole time he was doing that i was thinking to myself who put those fucking shoes on it well that was a wild unicorn right yeah yeah well i don't know i don't know if it was wild because the thing is you know you'll see some birds out and you think they're wild but then if you were to catch the bird you see that it has like a tag on it on like it's its foot um so it might have been one of those things because there is on third earth there are other citizens like there's you know they are the thundercats are an alien race and then so are the mutants and uh so maybe whoever (laughs) lived shit maybe it was one of the robot bears maybe it was one of the burbles the robo bears um yeah because i don't know the bears i'm gonna 
to call them row bears. Yes, because because they had a horseshoe on. Um, so it it may have been wild or may have been tamed, but either way, like that could have just been the you know, if them fucking people who who in on earth, not third earth, but them fucking people who have <laughs> animals often have acres right and so within those acres they can freely roam but then around it there's like a, a, a cage or whatever so it could have you know i'm just giving them some credit it could have been not a non-wild one um because either whether it was wild or or uh i guess domesticated it would someone would have to put the shoes on it because horses just have their hooves they ain't, they ain't got no shoes you have to put a shoe on it so who knows maybe there's a local person because i did see a tiktok uh years like maybe two years ago when the pandemic first started and it was talking about because I was like wouldn't that hurt but they were saying it doesn't hurt because it's it's it, it's not quite bone it's like different it's it's like similar to cartilage or something um but it doesn't anyway they have it they put it on their hoof and that helps their hooves last for like longer you know if they're just in the wild they may wear down a little bit quicker so the hoof especially since you're having them do specific activities is good for that so maybe there's a good Samaritan who's like I'm gonna put the hoof on you and then let you go who knows? Who knows, girl? I'm gonna let you go. All, all I know is that at one point, put this hoof on <laughs> the shoe. At one point, someone says, "What's he doing to that unicorn?" <laughs> Which is yeah, a fair. I forgot about that. It's a fair question. It's a fair question. And then this, in this scene, is when they reference it as a man of war cloud. And I was like, "How the fuck do they know that that's what it's called? Is that just like common parlance? You know what I mean? Like they just know that they use." But anyways, who knows? Who knows? Well, I think you know. Maybe it's like um, maybe it's like lift. You can rent out a mana ray, <laughs> and they knew what it was because they've done it before, but obviously you know they're gonna have to call the mantle war mm -hmm. um corporation and, and report them mm -hmm. for abuse to unicorn and well, row bears well and the to be fair though it's not the at that point it wasn't the mantle war it was one of the it was the serpent it was the it was the reptile mutant who grabs it off and then oh, yeah, gets yeah, picked up by the man of war so the man of war is uh accessory uh it is complicit but it's not the man of war who actually accessory after the defiles fact. the what was that accessory after the fact yeah, is it after i get well you know it depends on how you define it but maybe well, there, i mean you know what well yeah i guess maybe you we just have to read it it's it's rights and it needs to um I mean, it's it's gonna have to uh, be on the stand against Mumbra. Mm -hmm. I mean, otherwise, how is you know how is he gonna get a cut cut a deal? I mean, that's he's just you know on Third Earth. We need to think about these things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So. <laughs> so at this point they kidnapped the row bear yep. uh they got the horse's shoe they got um the cheetah's uh tuft of hair mm -hmm. of hair um why am i forgetting what the other thing was a hero to replace them but before oh, we just get to, the, yeah okay it, before we get there though you have him he does the sword thing again the son of omens give me sight beyond sight again i think to find like where they're going mm -hmm. um so then they meet them in this location i didn't write down but they they meet them at the um 
well, before they meet them, we can talk about how they get there, but they meet them at that Stonehenge location you were talking about. Right. So for some reason, after Lionel figures out where they're at, yeah, uh, he she he tells Chichara to I can't talk. Chitara to go run across these phosphorus planes mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. to there. Mm-hmm. And then Snarf and Lionel they decide they're going to go through this. Uh, I didn't write the name for that one, but it was a giant rock. They were climbing a huge fucking cliff. Yes. And I just wrote, maybe rock climbing ain't that fast because it's a very treacherous, like fucking star falls off like three, four times during the course of that scene. Well, so my two notes for that, like, you know, you see, you see um, Lionel, he uses like his sword to like create all these kinds of things so he could cross a long distance and then he has another thing and then he has this arm thing but at one point um he got the arm thing later on i forgot where he got it from but there's a whole episode where he okay he gets it but so i i wrote was my second note was does snarf have a purpose um outside of just getting in the way because like i think snarf is just is just comic comic relief yeah, because I was like, Snarf is not, Snarf is the only one who looks the closest to a cat, although he has closer to like feet, feet, like human feet. Um, he got these big ass man feet, <laughs> but they're yeah, like kind of clawed. Yeah. Um, but so like Snarf is just like, he doesn't, he just gets in the way. Um, so I I felt bad for Snarf, you know, but the other thing is that I, I wrote is that uh, Lionel's costume, this is when I realized it, it's much closer to a woman's costume because he has a cutout for his abs. So it's like, literally, that's not functional in battle <laughs> because you're going to like, if you're going to get stabbed, you're going to get stabbed. But it's especially that if you're getting stabbed just in your abs, you know, versus like through some armor. Uh, and then his legs are just like all out, you know, and then he's got these knees that go up to the, or these boots that go up to the knee. And um, and versus Chitara, who's actually, uh, her legs have leggings on. Like she has like a, 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 a cat suit a, a, a unitard mm-hmm. um a bodysuit you know what i mean and then uh i think her arms are exposed but like her legs are not her legs are not even out there so it's so funny to see because you know it'll be a, a woman character and all the, and her legs are just out for no reason like but this dude <laughs> Lionel, it's his legs that are out and his abs that are out and i was like come on the 1980s they had it right <laughs> they said fuck that shit fuck that shit we're gonna give you the man as the eye candy yeah I mean, why not? You know? I mean, I'm not, that doesn't do anything for me, but you know what? Kudos for everybody else, right? Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, and then I didn't have any more notes until we get back to Mumra at the, the space. I don't I don't know if you had any notes about the them getting the cliff, because that was annoying. I was, I was, I was annoyed and sad, because it's like, now fucking Lionel got to get fucking Snarf, because fucking Snarf fell. I was sad and mad. Well, what I did like is because I kind of forgot about this. Yeah, is uh, Lionel's sword does so many different things. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Everything I time I think about a sword, I think it's a dick. Well, so my note for later <laughs> is that when we could just jump there, uh, I didn't think about it until you know because it, it's it's a little dagger and then it becomes like a sword like damn near broadsword like it gets big you know yeah. um and but later when 
he's battling when he's battling uh tashi she you know uses her like siren call her medusa thing like she's looking at him and now he's under her control right first he's like still and silent and then he's under her control but his sword goes from being fully erect to flaccid you know what i mean it goes from the full size to a small size so it was so funny to think about uh you know this idea because i when he was doing it earlier i wasn't thinking like a dick you know i just was like you know thunder i was kind of like doing it with him right and then when i saw him fight the woman right and and then his sword and then he was he was mesmerized by her and his sword shrunk <laughs> that was when i was like oh yeah that's a dick <laughs> um as <laughs> i don't know i unfortunately i'm one of those people that is like perpetually thinking about sex so when I see things, I just immediately think of that and will continue to think of that and just kind of giggle in my head. Yep. <laughs> like a, um, I was going to say like a third grader, but uh, third graders don't laugh at sex jokes. Um, but uh, like a child. right, right. I was saying the way, uh, like a child. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like that he was using the sword in different ways. Like it kind of reminded me of, um, so what he does is he takes the sword and he actually uh, like whips it like a chain that goes across this crevice that they need to get to, right? And uh, I thought that was cool because it reminded me of this character from Soul Calibur, uh, Ivy, I think is her name? Soul Calibur. Calibur. Wow. She had a sword that was a fucking like, chain sword so like she would do like she actually had range attacks because she would literally flip her sword and it would turn into a chain and you could actually attack people from uh, a distance or you could do like a grab attack that game's so much fun anyway it's just, it's just dreamcast the also sword. also See, dreamcast dreamcast is the shit i don't like it's sad that they went bankrupt over that shit but it was a good console yeah i i have very fond memories of the drink cast um yeah so he uses he uses his sword as that like chain link thing but then you know fucking fucking snarf like i just was like how snarf is he's a cat he must be pretty light so like how delicate was this rock that it just was like it was like it just kept crumbling like it just was so much of it was crumbling and yeah this is this is excessive yeah (laughs) This is excessive. It's like they're they're like walking on like pebbles or some shit. Yeah, um, yeah. Even though it's like a big ass rock, like a big ass mountain. Um, yeah. So um, yeah. But I mean, that was that was the only thing I had on that. So once they get up to this, you know, Stonehenge looking place. Yeah. Um. They have this moment where they start using the components that they uh, gathered to release. Uh, Tashi from her time warp prison mm-hmm. uh, and she Snarf floats and down she, she, she like floats, floats down on this down. little like uh, I don't know disc this like disc of light <laughs> from the yeah. prison yeah yeah um, and <laughs> she doesn't float all the way down if I recall she stays up for a little bit and then eventually lands on the ground um, and then before before you get to that part, Mumra is speaking what sounds like fake Arabic. <laughs> like he's just, and I won't do it because I can't speak Arabic. And so right. it just it would just be 
it just would be bad for me to do it but he's like speaking you know and he's mumbling and I was like so you know how did you come up with this what this ancient language how did you come up with it but so he's speaking the fake Arabic to get all these pieces all together and then uh back to you Ashley (laughs) back to you for the weather oh thank you Anthony (laughs) um well so at this point uh this is before uh, they even realize that Lionel and Snarf are there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lionel looks at uh, Shira, Tashi. Mm-hmm. I keep wanting to say Shira. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and he says, Oh my God, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And Snarf mm-hmm. is like, What? and then <laughs> wait though because because he they're like i don't know who she is and says i don't know she's so beautiful and then snarf is like giving him shit and so then he says in a kind of evil, evil way, way of course <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and in the like evil. skies are are dark there's thunder and or lightning it's like they're sitting there's a whole mood that's being set yeah so it's being very established that this tashi woman is very beautiful in an yes. evil way yes um i think that sounds sexy personally and they're they're watching from like behind a rock yeah uh, enamored by well he's enamored Enamored snarf Snarf is not yet enamored but yeah um he is not yet under her spell but he is very like he's like wow she's gorgeous so um at this point uh i believe mumra decides to transform Mm -hmm. try and help her uh get you know freer from her prison her time warp prison i'm gonna keep doing that and he's buff as fuck and he's oh man he is just like you know what he might reminds me of is um the rock no 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 in uh in, in dragon ball z where when uh oh. do you remember when frieza uh transformed from his uh his second form to his third form yes <laughs> and he yes. went from like this weird hunched over alien thing to this giant buff like massive creature and then he beats the shit out of piccolo <laughs> yes yes um yeah that's 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 what it was giving for me um yes and then i believe oh right so then they get the robot to cry that's why he transforms he transforms so he can use some magic shit to make the uh, Robear start crying. <laughs> <laughs> but this verbal crying is the verbal says, I will not cry. And then I was like, how does a robot even cry? That's what I wrote. And then they use fucking shock therapy, fucking gay conversion therapy, fucking horrible ass shit to get the robot to get her to cry. He like shocks her with like electricity or some shit. Yeah. Um, yeah it was it was unfortunate it was very unfortunate um sad i was sad (laughs) (laughs) it was a little uncomfortable and and confused (laughs) i was very confused because at that point too i was like they hadn't got the tear i was like they don't have the tear you know um and i was like and it's a fucking robot what are they gonna and then they did what they needed to do to get her to cry and 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 uh, then they take it they put it in a little goblet (laughs) yeah like a chalice like i was like okay Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, so I think at this point, this is when um, Tashi actually uses the doom gaze mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Lionel, mm-hmm. and he doesn't do shit. And Snarf is like, "Oh my god, Snarf, you gotta start moving." 
wait, I think before that, I didn't write exactly when, but he he does the Thundercats Ho. Was that no, after? No, it's after. It's uh, after? It's after uh, Chitara comes up. Okay, Because she comes up and she's like, well, if Lionel is going to, hold on. Well, if Lionel isn't going to move, I will. Yes. And she goes up. And the, the thing that I thought was amazing to me, I'm going to keep bringing up Dragon Ball Z, because she had the power pull. Actually, mm. this is for Dragon Dragon Ball, but Dragon yes. Ball Z, he also had the power pull. So she has this pull, and I completely forgot that she has it. Um, and it extends, just yes. like the fucking one in Dragon Ball Z. And it was amazing, because she's, like, using it to, like, um, hop on to, like, different rocks and stuff like that. And do, it was, the animation for this show was great. She does it. She uses it as a, a pole vault, uh, but an ext- a magically extending pole vault. It's really, really cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she. Oh, do I have it backwards? Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. He did use the power to call the rest of the Thundercats, and then he gets put under her spell, the Doom Gaze. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then they... Chitar shows up. But before that, when they do, when he does it, the Thundercats, Thundercats, ho! It sends out the symbol, like the because we haven't talked about it, but it sends out a red symbol, like bat, like a Batmobile or a bat, bat signal. Yeah, it's a bat um, signal. And it's it's red, and then it has like a thunder. It has the Thundercats logo in black. Um, and so then they know they need to come. Which I was like, this feels late. I feel like you should have called them earlier. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you wait yeah. until the very last minute to call them, but it's okay. Well, yeah, because it's like. You did the sight unseen look to see what the fuck is going on, and you saw Mumra's there. You know Mumra is like the final boss. Yes. With two different forms, okay? Because you got the mummy Mumra, and then you got the Mumra Mumra. Yes. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> you got you got Mumra, and then you just got raw. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the thing about raw is he does still have like his bandages around his waist but that because he's so much bigger because when he's a mummy he's he's small he's not he's not he's not skeletor but he is small you know but that once he becomes like raw or or big mum raw it's like it can't he got a little crop top (laughs) it can't cover his whole body because he gets so swole uh so right i guess i you're right so he calls them at first mm-hmm. and it's um i do not remember the kids names but it's a uh, panthro and the other guy who i used to know his name but i don't remember mm-hmm. but he's the one uh that throws the little uh he has these like batter not batarangs but you know the things like uh oh my gosh they have like three balls on them and you spin them around and you throw at people's feet and they get tied up and they fall he, yes. he like that's what he has like that's his still um so they're like, oh, we got to go help out Lionel. So uh, Panther was like, all right, I got a giant ass fucking tank thing. Let's go roll up there, which is hilarious because why are you using a, a land vehicle to get to a fucking mountain? <laughs> well, girl, and then what they say is we have to go across. The shortest way is across the field of daggers. <laughs> literally the field of daggers and it turns out that the daggers are like rocks that come up from the ground but like yo that's a wild ass name but before we even get there I I had two things that I wanted to know okay one is that at one point um 
she says to she says to one of the mutants like and i thought this was interesting because she was like if, if he's not going to do anything i'm going to do anything so she goes after one of the mutants instead of like mumra yeah. but i guess she's like thinking of taking them down one by one and so she says maybe that'll teach you to monkey with the thundercats mutant <laughs> and he's a monkey so like that's why she calls a monkey and then at one point someone says something about cubs and then someone says something about reptile and i'm like they just they're like with these names they just keep going I they just it. keep going um and then to your point it was uh it was Lionel, panthro chitara snarf uh wily cat that was his name uh wily cat and wily kit yeah, that's that those are names. those are the 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 young ones what was the other um who's the other one that it gave me too many uh <laughs> <laughs> it gave uh tigra tigra that was tigra. his name okay yeah. Tigra, right. Snarf, Pan Panthro, Lion-O, Wily Kit, Chitara, and Wily Cat. Um, which it shouldn't be noted that the Wily Kit and Wily Cat are young. And I was like, why are these little niggas on the battlefield? <laughs> because if this is like the last year race, you know what I mean? Like, do you want to save them? Not even in terms of procreation. I just mean like they're kids, but you know, I, you know, they-, I they... Mean, What are you going to do? You're on third earth. Well. Okay. What are you going to do? We got uh, robo bears. Yeah. Okay, we got mana rays, yeah. wars. Yeah. It's a dangerous world. They need to get used to that. They need to understand yes. what's out there. Yes, they do. They do. Okay. Well, and so there's a vital lesson in this too, because then later there's another line. So it comes down to this cat against dog yeah. a foregone conclusion wouldn't you say <laughs> yep and that was one of the characters where i was like that's supposed to be a dog <laughs> i know it looked like uh it looked like a fucking fox to me but I don't yeah know. yeah i wasn't you know but but yeah. well i guess maybe it was like a giant mutant corgi maybe maybe yeah yeah i mean they are all different cats so there's any kind of breed of dog it could have been um like Lionel's literally a lion. Um, Panthro, Chitara. Mm -hmm. and what did I, what did I say the other one is? Uh, tiger. Tiger. Oh, so tiger. <laughs> Tigre. In tiger. Spanish. Tiger uppercut. <laughs> what is that? Street Fighter? Yeah, Street Fighter. Sagat. Yeah. Or Sagat. I say Sagat. Yeah. Sag uh, Sagat them pants. <laughs> Sagat so, them balls. Um, let's just move on to, I'm sure, both of our favorite parts of this oh, entire yeah. episode because it was just yeah. amazing. Get into it, Ashley. Get into it. Um, so it's funny because I did just watch this, but I do not remember the exact sequency of this. Um, but I think it was after Chitara just kicked everybody's ass. Mm -hmm. And she's about to go after um, Mumra and uh, Tashi. And at this point, Snarf has also been, because Snarf at first wasn't under the gaze of uh, Tashi. Snarf okay. is also now under the gaze of Tashi at this point. So yeah, she's uh, on <laughs> and I, The reason I know this is because I wrote, oop, the doom gaze got the useless one, but not the lady. <laughs> I couldn't remember Snarf's name at that point. I just knew that that man was useless. Useless. Uh, so, okay, here's the one thing. So this is called the doom gaze. Yes. <laughs> it's called the doom gaze but like i said it's more like a siren thing it's more like a like a, um like freezing somebody in pain you know in place because they're so enamored by you yeah it's a that's it's what a, it gives me 
it's right? a siren song or it's like medusa's gaze like it's it's well not quite medusa's because you don't get you don't get yeah you don't get petrified but it is a, it's a siren song uh well i guess technically maybe you're not turned to stone petrified but you are not moving so i guess that's you're right that still works yeah um but yes but it's called the doom gaze so she uses this doom gaze on titar <laughs> no it doesn't work <laughs> and by now you might guess why it doesn't work but ashley will tell you well okay um i didn't i was so excited that i didn't actually write direct quotes or anything i'll just read what i wrote mm -hmm, mm -hmm. hey explanation point mm -hmm. sexy eyes don't work on women all caps yes yes she uh she actually says uh, something that's along the lines of, ah, your gaze will work on me because I am a woman. I, I know that I didn't have a direct quote, but that is, I mean, Anthony, you could tell me, right? That was basically what she said. I have, I have the finishing of that quote. So she <laughs> says, I wrote, Chitara is not a man. I wrote in all caps. She says, I am a woman. You hold no mystery for me. <laughs> and, I, and I wrote that down because I was like, this is so good because it also breaks down what is the doom gaze about? And in the beginning, it sounded like he was going to learn the doom gaze, you know, like he was also going to do it. But instead, it, it, instead, she's just deploying the doom gaze. And so it breaks it down because she's saying the only reason it works on these men is because you're so gorgeous obviously but also mysterious she's a woman she knows the mystery of a woman she knows what her pussy looked like you know what i mean so like you can't you can't stop me you can't use cunt to stop cunt because she is cunt you know what i mean she is the moment um so i loved that you hold no mystery for me <laughs> she said you thought your pussy was gonna stop me no <laughs> No, what is what do they say about no chance? Uh, you think we, you think we got time to, you think we got time to for for somebody to shoot up the club that we came to have a good time? No, no. <laughs> we got time to be mystified by the pussy that you got in this club. No. God, I loved it. I loved oh, it. Oh man, help this friend, my pussy, pussy, pussy. <laughs> She said, Tashi girl, you can keep your cookies. I'm in the club just spreading my pussy, 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 spreading my pussy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. She said, I don't need no fucking pink pussy hat. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> It just was so funny because I didn't, you know, I honestly didn't see it coming. Like, you know, like, I mean, right when it happened, right before it happened, I was like, oh yeah, it's not going to work on her. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. But like before that, I wasn't thinking, oh, the doom gaze only works on men, you know? And th there were signs to tell you it only does because he's like, I'm so enamored. She's so gorgeous. But I wasn't, I was just enjoying, you know, when you're enjoying something, you're not always predicting the next thing. And when you enjoy something less, you're like, all right, well, this is going to happen. And that's predictable. So I was just enjoying it. I was just vibing. And then, and then. She said, no, no, your pussy holds no sway over me. <laughs> oh my God, I want that on a fucking shirt. 
Sway over me. So, oh boy. Yeah, that happens. And then um, Tashi, she screams. She screams, <laughs> no. <laughs> because well, the other the other four have showed up. Um, but the thing is, though, is um, that that moment, because like Anthony said, she was on this um, this glowing. Um, disc oval disc yeah, yeah and so once the doom gaze don't be working <laughs> oh my god cut against cut didn't work <laughs> <laughs> so she starts going back into the air and the whole time she says i just want to be free i just want to be free i just wanted to be free which honestly, you know, I am not for prison, so I get it. She wanted to be free. She 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 says at one point, I only wanted to be free. That was it. Now, to be fair, she had to sacrifice, you know, she had to hurt people and she had to sacrifice a hero in her place. So it wasn't like she was just gonna be free. Someone had to, it was a it was a uh what do you call it? It is a switcheroo, it was an exchange. So she her freedom came at a cost, but she really was, she was like, no, and, and just says she wanted to be free. But the Thundercats are there. The Thundercats yeah. were there and they 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 did what they needed to do. Oh man. Uh and then Mumra is like, oh shit, I used too much power. Yep. I got a GTFO. Yep. So he goes up into the sky and um disappears. Yeah, I, I wrote, where did Mumra and the ship disappear? Because that whole ship disappeared too, you know? It, they the just like, Ray? I'm sorry, the Man of War. Well, it wasn't the Man of War at the time because the Man of oh, War- Oh, you mean the Time Warp prison ship? Yeah, because the Man of War was the- uh, <gasps> It's a prison ship. It's a prison ship. <laughs> not you just now getting that. <laughs> she wanted to and still no. be in a time warp no it's a time warp prison not to be confused with the the rocky horror picture so, show time warp what time let's do the time warp oh it's just time warp i don't know if you ever saw it. it's it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a classic but among mostly white queers in my experience but uh in it they do a dance called the time warp uh so when i heard time warp prison i thought of rocky horror picture show but yeah so the time warp prison is not to be confused with the time warp period although maybe on the time warp prison you've got to do the time warp constantly you just gotta you know that it's like a song and it's like let's do the time warp again and maybe that's just a loop maybe that's what she has to do um on that prison but maybe yeah that's just, why she was screaming so much yeah yeah <laughs> but they have to they just disappear and then you know there's like a conclusion and uh we hear from one of the younger characters one of the Wily cats or kits and I was like why does he have such a grown voice because the other one sounded like a kid but the one of them that spoke sounded like like an adult voice actor I think this is when they weren't using kids like at all mm, for maybe. voice acting I, I mean I don't quote me on that yeah whoever's listening don't quote me on that <laughs> but I'm pretty sure there's a time where you just you would never see a child actor for an animated series that might be true. I don't know. They would just made typically use women. But that was the thing, right? One character did sound like a child. It was probably a woman vo- voice actor, but the other sounded like 
a grown man. <laughs> oh. See, I don't um, even remember because they were barely in the episode. Yeah, it was only at the end because then, you know, the blue one says, you know, uh, Panthera says that technology is a specialty. Because um, at, th- at that point, they have to, they're trying to get, um, they recognize that, what's his face? Snarf. Um, Snarf is still under the spell. And he's like, don't look at me. My specialty is technology. Yeah. And, and that's when I wrote, he's black. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I hadn't, I wasn't paying that much attention earlier. And then uh, they're all at the end, they're all laughing, right? Because as Ashley summarized earlier, he's, once he gets released from the spell, he's like, I didn't fall for it, you know? And, and he's also hours behind or minutes behind he's like now we gotta go help them you know and then he's like running in circles and they're all just laughing and I was like this this man is really useless and and you know it's okay not all of us have you know Maribel Mary Bell uh I think that was her name in um Encanto like that that was the whole thing she doesn't have a gift right you know Mm. although she does but um it's a good movie you should watch it okay might might make you cry um oh I don't like movies that make me cry but it's a Disney movie that would make you cry not like a I don't like it when I have to cry (laughs) that's the double Pisces you're like that's "That's actually why because i'm crying all the fucking time um but but yeah they're all laughing and i was and at least at least like maribel like she has she's useful right but this one i was like snarf does not i mean i guess comedy is useful but what i mean what i was trying to say my point is that he's also a liability it's not just like oh he doesn't contribute anything it's also like oh we got to watch out for him so um ashley is adjusting her pikachu beanie that she put and now is playing with the ears that she put on because I have on my Kirby beanie um so we are both uh grown-ass kids uh and I love it I love it isn't it like um very appropriate because we're talking about a kid's show no it's a it's that's why I I was I was a little cold and so I put on a beanie and I was gonna put on a different one and then I realized I have my Kirby one and I haven't worn it out yet because like I'm still you know I I, sometimes I don't give a fuck about what people think and then other times I'm self-conscious so I haven't worn it out yet so I was like let me wear it so Ashley can at least see it you know so it's and Ashley knows I love Kirby so it's really fun um and uh yeah that was that was um Thundercats. It was really, if you couldn't tell by all the laughs um, and all of our, our all of it, it, it was a really fun, fun um, show. It was a really fun show, really fun viewing experience. And this is one show, some shows, you know, they're, they're fine to watch on your own. And then some shows are great, are, are enhanced by the group experience. This is a show where if you're, if me and Ashley were in the same place or we did a Netflix party or, or Hulu party, whatever, this would be fun to like watch together you know um because it's just so it's just so it's amped it's very like amped up it's very uh and so silly it's so so silly I love it see I really enjoyed watching um this by myself but I think it like you said it would be so much more fun if we were watching it together Mm -hmm. uh just because we would be doing what we're doing right now without mm-hmm. watching it of just kind of chopping it up and just saying all these things that we're noticing as they happen because there's so many things that happen in this show but the thing is it's 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 one of those things where it's so much fun mm-hmm. to uh and it's not like oh it's so bad it's good right mm-hmm. it's not like one of those things it's a good show it's a good mm-hmm. kid's show 
Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But there, there's a lot of things, obviously, that as adults we can go into and actually like really discuss because I mean it's really important to discuss about how a dagger becomes a sword, which is like a dick, becomes an erect dick. I mean, these are very important differences. We need to talk about, you know, the game between cut versus cut. We need to talk about whether or not the doom gaze is actually just not for the gaze. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just these are important things. Well, and it brings up it brings up a very important question, which is would the doom gaze work on a lesbian you know because she says i'm a woman it doesn't work on me but what if she was attracted to women would it have worked on her see that's what i thought uh originally i was actually kind of disappointed that it wasn't a it didn't work with both sexes because i was like oh yeah because i mean i'm sure chitar is probably gay i could see it um however after you explained it um, it gave me a whole new perspective because it's like, like you said, there is no mystery there mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I already know I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and so I had a, I had a human sexuality class. I've, you know, I've always been interested in sexuality and well, always, I don't know, since I was young, as far as I can remember. And um, in it, this was in community college. I had this like white uh, German professor. She was really cool. And one of the things she had us do, she was like, you know, if you have a penis, you likely know what that looks like, but you should still go home and like, look at your penis, look at your testicles, look at your booty hole, all that. Okay, so closing thoughts, closing thoughts. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and I'll, I'll obviously I'm starting first so that you can go last. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, also, I looked at our analytics on Apple um, and I won't say how many uh, listens we had, but um, it was cool to see the analytics. I can send it to you if you want later, Ashley, but it was cool to see the analytics. It's only for ap- Apple podcasts, not for like Spotify or, you know, any, any tune in, any of the other ones. Um, so it only gives you a partial view, but it's really cool that people are listening to us, you know, um, no matter how many, because it's not that many. It is, like we said, it's like, it is like a handful um, on a regular basis, but it's really cool. Um, so thanks everyone for listening because this is a, uh, as Daria, as they said in Daria, a sick, sad world. Um, so the fact that me and Ashley get to come together and bring some joy to each other and then to other people um, is really cool. Uh, and I enjoy it. So yeah, I'm grateful. You know, I was telling Ashley before we checked in, um, I was telling Ashley I was tired today and I'd slept a lot and I was feeling kind of low, but then I'm like, as she said, it's Sunday. So it's like, I, I can do that on a Sunday. I can have a really low stakes day. I still ate. I still took Apple on an hour hike, you know, um, trail. It's like a trail, but it's also like a little hike. Um, but yeah, I still, you know, I showered like, and now we're doing the podcast. I watched the episode that was funny as fuck. So yeah, shout out to me. Shout out to you, Ashley, specifically is the you. And then shout out to anyone who listens to this. Um, we appreciate you. And uh, as usual, ondpodcast at gmail.com if you want to send us anything, um, talk to us, all that. Um, and that's all I got. Uh, yeah, I'll stop there. Well, I guess what I would just like to say is uh, I, I'm glad that I decided to choose Thundercats because um obviously we filmed filmed <laughs> we recorded uh the last podcast late 
And then pretty much right after that, Anthony was like, okay, well, you get to pick the next one. And I was kind of dragging ass about it. I was like, eh, I don't know. Um, and then I looked on Hulu and looked for kids cartoons or something like that. And it popped up and I was like, oh yeah, we're doing this. Just because I know, I know for a fact that it, I have a lot of fond memories of it. And Anthony also has a lot of fond memories of it. So it's, it's nice. Um, I mean, obviously that's the point of this show, right? Mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. of just being able to talk to something that we remember uh, as kids. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed uh, watching this episode and also, you know, um, recording this with Anthony. I'm just going to say right now, even though I'm probably editing it out, um, earlier, uh, a mosquito eater or mosquito hawk or crane fly, a big one, uh, much larger than the size of a quarter, probably a silver dollar size. It was very large, scary looking. It snuck into my room and I had a battle with it for about 10 minutes. A battle royale, some might even say. Um, so I just would like to say that as the editor of this podcast, this is what I do for you is I edit shit like that out. And usually shit like that happens on my side. So it's usually me messing up the podcast and me having to edit what I did. Um, so I'm doing that for you because I care. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry to interrupt. Can you tell them what you texted me when I, cause I, I texted Ashley and I, I had sent her something, you know, I, oh, I sent her a description of the previous episode to see if she approved of it, if she liked it. And then she added a line and, and I also asked her, I was like, also pick a show and she didn't. So then I sent her back a text. And I was like, you didn't pick a show. Do you remember what you texted me back, Ashley? <laughs> cause that shit cracked me up. Um, I said, uh, you can't rush perfection. <laughs> it's something about the idea <laughs> of us picking a, a, a show to watch an episode from for this tiny little podcast and her being like you can't rush perfection <laughs> like, I, just, <laughs> I fell out so anyways <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually done if you have other closing thoughts about mosquito eaters in life <laughs> um, well I think they're terrible but you know insects are important you know, they, uh, they are part of the ecosystem and they have to exist and they're important to our lives. And I'm glad I live in a world where they still exist. So there's no Armageddon. With that said, I don't ever, ever, ever want to see one in my room again. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening to the podcast. You guys are are amazing. Um, I think that's it.